Welcome to the Master's Method podcast, hosted by Zisser Customs Law Group. As experts in global trade, they will share valuable trade compliance and supply chain security information, along with the latest trade news, in a unique format that is easy to understand, use, and apply. They are going to simplify those complex topics, operational challenges, and difficult issues better than anyone else. So Juan, you know, 2020 was a super challenging year, but now as we're starting to turn the corner and going to 2021, this is a great opportunity to really, you know, update some of your stuff in the area of trade compliance. Definitely, Steve. It's the perfect time to do this. There's definitely some elements that you definitely need to address at the end of the year and hopefully even a little bit sooner than the end of the year because you really want to get started come 2021 with covering some of these items. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Monsters Method podcast. I'm Steve Zisser, a customs attorney, and I specialize exclusively in the area of import and export law and supply chain security. And joining me in our podcast today is our good friend, Juan Moreno. Hi, Juan. Hi, Steve. I'm the director of trade compliance here at Zisser Group, where I've been here for the last 13 years. Originally started working for a brokerage company and then for a maquiladora a few years back. I'm excited to be joining you, Steve, today for this very important topic. So today's topic on trade compliance is going to be about getting ready for 2021. And what we're going to do is talk about a few of these top five areas you should definitely be looking at as we get ready for 2021. Uh, we'll be talking real quickly about 301 duties, classification, special programs, what we call variants. We'll talk about that. And then certainly ACE. So one, when you talk about the top five areas, one of the areas you definitely want to be monitoring as we go into 2021, and it looks like it's still going to be around, is those 301 duties out of China. Definitely, Steve. Something that's, that's been around since the 2018 when this all started. Uh, it's not going away anytime soon. And something important is about to happen. You know, there's, there's, there were some exclusions that were issued where certain products were exempt from these tariffs. And now they're coming to an end, basically. A lot of these exclusions that were ultimately issued are expiring as of the 31st of this year. No discussion on the forefront as to whether anything will be renewed or extended. So I can see some companies right now sort of getting into that little bit of a nervous mode in terms of that situation. So definitely that's been something big 2018, last year as well, 2020 certainly, and we see it also happening in 2021. Still a very, very live and hot issue for the upcoming years. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's something that, that people are going to really have to really plan for. You're right. The exclusions are pretty much gone for good. Uh, there doesn't look like there's any new exclusions planned. And obviously, we're going to go into a new administration. That, that might be good news, certainly, for a lot of us. But at the same time, again, I don't know if this is going to be a hot priority for that new administration to get rid of these 301 duties. I'm hoping something happens, maybe as we get more toward the summer. But at this point, I think going into 2021, you're going to have to plan on all those items coming out of China with China origin, 301 duties may apply. And, and in, for most items, it's certainly going to apply. And how are you going to deal with that and how you're going to manage it and how you're going to forecast that? Uh, do not assume. Do not assume it's going away. I would plan almost for that. And for the entire year of 2021, we're going to have 301 duties. Definitely. I agree with that strongly. Okay, so another area, in addition to 301 duties, this is a great opportunity to reset is your HTS classification. What do you recommend in that area? Well, Steve, first and foremost, revalidate that your classifications are still 
valid for the upcoming year. Many year classifications change. A lot of times the changes occur at the statistical level, you know, the last two digits of the 10 digit code, but nevertheless, it's a change and a change that you must address. Classification is a, is a number that you need to get right. Otherwise your broker cannot document your shipment. They cannot file your entry paperwork. That number has to be current as of January 1st come 2021. So the key thing is for you right now as an importer to work with your brokers. They are the first and foremost authority or agency or group, I should say, that actually knows what these changes are all about. Their systems need to be up to speed. They're ready come January 1st for those changes. So what I recommend that you do is approach them. Have them confirm whether your codes that they're filing on your behalf are still current, are still valid, or whether there's any change whatsoever. So that's one thing. Also, tied to that is validate. Things change during your process. You know, certain maybe you were doing manufacturing at one point, and now you've moved over to assembly. You know, you've incorporated a new process where you're now doing maybe some alteration, repair work, packaging even. Anything of that nature potentially may change your current classification or even better, bring in a new classification for you up, for your upcoming year. So definitely classification is a big item for you to monitor, validate, confirm, update your broker's database if you share one with them. And for that matter, with anybody else that's involved in the sharing of that database. Obviously, your systems must also be kept up to speed. If you're dealing with an Emacs operation, your Annex 24 has to be updated. If you're dealing with a US system, your Oracle, your SAP, your JE, Edwards, whatever system you're using, all of those systems, think of all of them need to be updated or maintained at least. You need to at least validate that those numbers are still current, valid, and working for you. Yeah, no, I think it's a great opportunity to write. Certainly classification is one of those core one of those most important and very critical data elements that you do control as part of trade compliance. So again, going into the new year, good opportunity to update, validate, confirm, um, no better opportunity. Don't assume that they're always correct. Go in, test them and validate them is a great idea. Okay, number three. Obviously the one big one is special programs, what we call free trade agreements. And certainly we have the USMCA, that came into play, you know, on July 1st of this year, and that's going to continue on. But we always say that as you get into the new year, this is when you want to update your certs and revalidate your eligibility for those programs. Definitely, Steve. Yes. And with the USMCA, there were some changes, not many, but there were changes as far as a certificate of origin template or form. You know, that's been what I would say a little bit relaxed or changed somewhat. Um, so you need to address that. And, and obviously, as well as like classification, you need to validate that you're still eligible for that free trade agreement mm -hmm. or that you can support that special 98 program. Remember, this is not just talking about free trade agreements. This is really talking about any special program That's that true. essentially translates into you saving duty. Whatever that program might be, you're going to need to support it, guys. So one of the things that we also and always remind people is ROI. If you're going to go down a path of a special program, make sure there's a good return on your investment because you need to maintain it. You need to support it. So unless the savings is meaningful, don't even go down that path. So something that is very much common every year, you go after, like Steve said, you renew your cert. 
You've got a master search that covers your what you produce essentially. You've got search that you issue to your customers that you need to also prepare for because they're guess what? They're gonna ask for them. And then you possibly are also dealing with what we call critical search. Critical search are those that you need to support your eligibility to some special program. So there's a lot of certification involved and a lot of due diligence with free trade agreements and special programs that you need to be on top of, especially as earlier in the year as possible. That cert is dated and has to be dated prior to first shipments coming into the United States. Yeah. So that's key, guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a great recommendation. We always say at the beginning of the year, this is the opportunity. You want to update everything. Those certs, for the most part, particularly those USMCA-type certs, those FDA certs, they're really only good for a full year. So generally, you want to update them starting January 1st. Like Juan said, you want those to be in your file, updated and ready to go, essentially on January 1st. They need to be available and ready when you make that first claim. So this is the absolute time to do that. Uh, another area that won't apply certainly to all of you that are listening, but those of you that are involved in the reconciliation process, if you do cost reconciliation, computed value type reconciliation, particularly if you have operations in Mexico, generally you just finish that process probably back in September of this year or for the prior year, you came up with some kind of a variance. And the real goal now is to take that variance and make sure you apply that to the next year, go ahead and update your standard costs with that variance. So you're always kind of recalculating those standard costs to make sure they're constantly being updated. And your variance from your prior year is generally gonna be a good indicator going into the next year. So that's a good opportunity to update your values, particularly if you're dealing with standard costing, computed value type approaches and working with the reconciliation program. And one, one of my all-time favorites, and this is a great opportunity to get into the year, is this is a time of year you really want to go ahead and work with ACE and your ACE account and really start to look at all your ACE trade data to kind of see what's going on. That's right, Steve. No better tool out there than really ACE. And for all of you that don't have an ACE account yet, what are you waiting for? It's free cost nothing, no risk whatsoever for you to join. Um, you know, there's this myth about, oh, if I join, they're going to be on the customs radar. No, no, no. You'll be on the radar, but you're going to be on the good radar because that's actually viewed as quite positive for companies mm -hmm. to join. Yeah. So again, like Steve pointed out, perfect timing, run your stats, value entered, classifications used, special program, duty safe, 301 impact. There's a lot of my, oh my God, you know, meaty data that you really want to look at, quantify, you know, set goals for your upcoming year, and even better, prepare to share with upper management. A lot of this data is valuable, not just for your purpose in trade compliance or import-export, but for other departments as well, sales, marketing, uh, even upper management, C-level. They, they thrive on this data as well. So if yeah. you could, you know, look at that stats, puts together some nice reports, lay out some graphs. It's a great tool for doing that. And also for identifying both risks and opportunities. I cannot tell you how many times we go in, we do an assessment and we spot, you know, a potential opportunity. Mind you, we're just spotting it. We're not telling you it qualifies, but it's spotting it that you really want to, you know, be on top of. So that's my recommendation as far as ACE is concerned. Definitely get on it and use it strategically. That's my best advice I can give you. 
Yeah, no, and, and, and certainly going into the new year, looking at your prior year's data, the prior period data, and like Juan said, running and generating some of those reports that you can share with your team and share with management to really get a good overview of what you're doing. So as we said, not only sign up for ACE, use ACE. So a lot of you might have ACE accounts, but you're not actively using them. My opinion, you need to be actively using them. And the best time to certainly do that is run that annual report as we go into 2021 for the prior year. So what we covered, we covered a number of critical things. You definitely wanna do some of those top five things as you get into 2021. Certainly monitoring those 301 duties is critical. Uh, updating, like Juan said, your classifications. This is the time you wanna update your databases. Those special programs, make sure you qualify, make sure you update all those certs. Look at your variance if you're dealing with cost reconciliation to make those adjustments. And as we said, finally, pull your ACE data, look at your ACE data, run some of those reports. And like Juan said, be strategic, look for those risks and look for those opportunities. So I wanna thank everyone. I wanna wish all of you a very, very happy holidays. This was a certainly a challenging year. I'm hoping that as we move into 2021, it's gonna be a much better year. Hopefully we'll have an opportunity to now see each other more in person as opposed to virtually. But I want to thank you for joining the Master's Method podcast. I want to thank you, Juan, for certainly sharing all of your recommendations and strategies. So for now, bye-bye, everyone. Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Master's Method podcast. Zisser Customs Law Group is a full-service international trade law firm and a global leader in international trade compliance training. Be sure to tune in again and subscribe for more great conversations. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. If you have any questions or require additional support, please do not hesitate to contact us through our website at zissergroup.com or send us an email to solutions at zissergroup.com.